0: Okay. This is not a well-thought-out podcast. This is very much a spontaneous monologue around this idea, this concept that I think is fairly archaic and outdated, that is men are hunters. right? In the context of dating and relationships, men are hunters. And so they are the ones who select their desired partner, right? Or if we're going to stay with the analogy, their prey. Um, I don't believe this. I don't subscribe to it. I don't even really understand it. Because the idea that men are hunters is like from the cavemen era, right? Like the Paleolithic era, And things have changed since then, right? And some people are going to say, well, it's biology and you can't change biology. And newsflash, I'm not a scientist here, and nor am I going to talk about all of the sources where uh, my argument comes from because I don't actually have any of them. I just don't believe in this. I think it's archaic, I think it's outdated, I think it is a huge, huge disservice to people as a whole. And it's probably a product of patriarchy. And again, I'm not an expert in this or in uh, gender roles or in feminism or in um, how patriarchy is uh, responsible for and destructive to modern relationship roles and dynamics. I'm just not, you know, a lot of my advice comes from experience, lived and learned experience. And a lot of the stuff that I create is what I wish I had learned growing up or what I need to be reminded of today. And this thing comes up over and over and over again, right? That women need to lean back and men need to do the hunting slash chasing. And that is just how things work, right? That's the argument. And I, I don't agree with it. I don't agree that there's really any one way that things work. We are too complex. Everything is contextual. People are who they are. And they are complex and broad and nuanced. And we are all playing with these different people, right? And I don't even want to use the word archetypes because that assumes that you are a certain kind of archetype and that's how you are and that's how this person is. And this, and based on that, this is how you should all interact. And, malar- and malarkey, that's like <laughs> garbage, garbage. A lot of this uh, comes from sort of like the masculine and the feminine right? The feminine needs to lean back so the masculine can step into its power. And for that to work, you sort of need to know what everybody's breakdown or makeup is, right? I think masculine and feminine energy exists. I think to a certain degree, we all have uh, some of it in different proportions. And it's impossible to know how uh, what other people are made up of, right? In terms of their like, you know, energetic blueprint, if you will. Um, I also think that the, you know, the masculine and the feminine and describing things in the masculine and the feminine is problematic for people who don't um, resonate with or feel like they identify with those broad categories. Right. And so that's also why men are hunters is super limiting. Because not all men were hunters. And also hunters kill their prey, right? And so I I really don't think we should be using this imagery or this analogy to describe how people connect to courtship nowadays, right? So yeah, men used to hunt, but also women used to forage. And I don't think that women are foraging as much as they were back then, right? You're not grinding your oats on a, a rock every morning, and you're not cooking under an open flame. I mean, I guess you you, if you have a gas range, then technically you are. But um, for the purposes of this argument, we're not all, you know, making uh, like a fire in your backyard to cook every day, right? So this idea that uh, men need to do the hunting is is pretty outdated. It's pretty old school. Um, We are constantly evolving. And nowadays, there's a lot more fluidity that's available for people to access and to play with in terms of how they connect with others. Some people are going to say, look, I just really like someone who's more of a go-getter and who wants what he wants and he goes after it. That's fine. That's fine. You might want someone who likes to lead more who's a little bit more quote-unquote um, confident and who knows what they want. And hopefully you are the thing that they want, right? That's fine. There's. I'm not saying that you as an individual have to reject everything that you want. I am cautioning you to use these analogies as a way to describe a whole subset of the population, right? There are a lot of men, just like there are a lot of women, that aren't as go-getting and leadership style, uh, what am I trying to say? That aren't like natural born leaders, that aren't as confident as the most confident person out there. And that doesn't make these people any less interesting or fun to be with or a potential good match for you to be in a relationship with. If that's your preference, that's fine. But it's not helpful to use men or hunters to lean back and sit back and sit on the sidelines of love waiting for these quote-unquote hunters to come and what? Hunt hunt you down. I mean, it's really, it's not a great analogy at all. So some people I think use men are hunters um to maybe skirt some of the responsibility that they have, some of the ownership that is required in making relationships work. Right. If if you just say, Oh, well, men are hunters and you and you're a uh, you know heterosexual woman, then that kind of gives you permission to sit on the sidelines and and sort of let people approach you rather than you know having to muster up the courage to go and get what you want, regardless of what that is. Some people will also say that like men are hunters, and if uh if they want something, they're gonna go and get it and so uh, if they don't want something they're not going to go get it right so it's sort of like if he wanted to he would that's another like pretty uh, terrible saying um and I've also heard people say you know if a man likes you he'll move heaven and earth to be with you and I just don't agree I think it's way too simplistic and reductionist to just uh, use these, super broad explanations, quote unquote, explanations of why men and women and people do what they do, rather than to get really curious around why they do what they do. Right? All these expressions basically cut you off from intimacy and from the curiosity of asking people, hey, do you like me? Do you want to go on a date with me? right? It also protects you from the rejection of having to ask these things. Um, Like I said, this whole podcast is not very well thought out. This is just sort of a stream of consciousness around this idea that like, you know, men are hunters and that's just the way things are, which, you know, kind of throws evolution out the window. It just means that we just don't evolve. If you believe that we just don't evolve. And I've also heard people say that, you know. Men hate it when women ask them out, and I think that's also bullshit. You know, um, I don't have a lot of experience with women asking me out. Probably because I will ask them out first. You know, I'll be maybe I'm using these stereotypes to my advantage, but if I've identified somebody that I want to ask out, I'm I'm not really going to like stick around and wait for them to ask me out, I'll probably be the one to do the asking out. Um, not because I'm a hunter, but because I've identified somebody I want to go out with. And I, I know that maybe some of those people are going to wait for me to do it. And so I'll just do it anyways. But I've been asked out before and it wasn't a turnoff, right? It's just that maybe I, I didn't notice you as quickly as you noticed me. Or I hadn't like you know given the connection much thought. So I don't think it's a turnoff. If I'm interested in you, it doesn't matter if you ask me out first or if I ask you out first, I'm going to want to go out with you. If I'm interested in you and you ask me out, that is not a good reason for me to lose interest. I'm not going to be like, oh, since you asked me out, that's a turnoff because you're going against these prescribed rules, right? That's just not a good reason to be turned off. So other people will say, well, it's not so much that men are hunters, it's that men love the chase. And that might be true. Some men might like the chase, but also some women really like the chase too. I think that people in general like to be pursued, like to be the apple of your eye or the object of interest or desire. It feels good to be desired, I think, regardless of your gender. It's nice to be desired. And there may be some truth to the idea that like, men don't want things that are easy. But I think women don't want things that are easy either. Um, Which is paradoxical, right? Because do we really want our relationships to be a challenge? They're already going to be a challenge based on the mere fact that we are humans trying to relate to other humans with our stories and traumas and triggers and desires and dreams and goals. It's already packed with challenge. But it's true that some people are going to want a little extra challenge. And this resonates with me. It does resonate with me. But it's also like, I forget who said, maybe I think it was like Rodney Dangerfield, I don't want to be part of any club that wants me as their member, right? So I'm already wary when someone wants to be like my friend and they don't know who I am, or they want to date me and, and they don't know who I am. Um, so there's probably some truth to that. We all like a little bit of chase, but I don't think that you actually have to play games for there to be some chase and some mystery, right? Esther Perel says, fire needs air. Any fire that you smother, any relationship that you smother will most likely burn out, right? So we actually do need some mystery. And there's no mystery when you meet someone and they're just like, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I barely know you, by the way, but I am all in. I mean, to me, that's you know, a bit scary, kind of problematic. And I hate to use the word red flag, but it would be a bit of a red flag. But I don't think you actually have to play games in order to build space and mystery and have a built-in chase. All you have to do is to build a big life for yourself, right, which is full of hobbies, activities, exercise, family, friends, career aspiration, passion projects, right? You build something big, volunteer opportunities, learning new shit, reading new books, taking programs, listening to podcasts, all that kind of stuff. So that you are not so available that when someone jumps into your life, you are all in. Right. So, this isn't playing a game. This is you building a big life for yourself because you love yourself and you love life to a certain degree. I mean, life is hard, but you build this mystery in so that you're not just wide open waiting for someone to save you from the inherent loneliness of the human experience. Right. This helps a lot. This helps a lot with a little bit of that built in chase not being too available. And I have a hard time saying that a little because there's nothing wrong with being available, right? We want people that are available. But we also want them to not be too available, <laughs> right? We, we need there to be space in the courtship process for mystery and intrigue and excitement to build. So yeah, do men like the chase? Sure. I think we all do, regardless of your gender or who you're attracted to or how you were raised. It's nice to both be and feel desired and to desire another person and for that other person to not be so available that they are immediately yours as soon as you've expressed some interest in them. So I don't believe in men are hunters, um, just as much as I don't believe that women are foragers. You know, like you don't go out getting berries in the morning to feed your family for the most part. Right? It's just modern day has evolved and our, and our relationship dynamics and structures will evolve as well. I don't think that it's hard-coded in the DNA of men that they have to be the pursuers. There might be something masculine about it, if you want to use those terms, but that kind of energy lives in all people. right? The go-getter kind of energy lives in all people. And there might be some science behind this. There's probably some hormonal stuff, some biochemistry stuff, absolutely some like norepinephrine, serotonin, dopamine stuff But let's give these archaic, outdated sort of uh, courtship tropes a rest so that they don't get in the way of us connecting with people, right? Creating loving, fulfilling, satisfying, reciprocal connections with people regardless of their gender, orientation, race, how they were raised, where they're from. My name is Sean Galmas, and have a beautiful week.